I'm Jake Miller from the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect those of others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. At the end of the day, think about your top three things that you, good things from your day. So it kind of forces you to focus on like, the positives. And it's kind of hard to do that in a crazy, chaotic classroom. But what I do is I have a post-it on my desk at all times. And anytime something like makes me smile, makes me laugh, I write it down, just a quick note. And so at the end of the day, my husband and I come together at dinner and that's our conversation every night at dinner. We talk about both of our three things from the day. And um, it really just kind of like helps our dinner conversation and focus of the day be a positive one. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, and the educators on this podcast are brave enough to share their stories of burnout with the world. On BIT, we get real, we get honest, and we take action. Action against the burnout with stories from burned out teachers, advice from experts, and actionable steps you can take today to beat the burnout and become a happier, more fulfilled human being. Let's get started. Well, hey there, Burned In Teachers. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. My name's Amber Harper, and I am your host. And this is, of course, one part burnout and all other parts action, inspiration, and support for teachers dealing with burnout. And I'm telling you what, if you need some inspiration, this is the episode for you. If you're struggling with negativity and really focusing on all of the hardships and the challenges, um, which you sort of should be because this month of November is all about reflecting on your challenges. But our guest today, Michelle Gano, is going to take us through some exercises that we can bring into our daily life to help us to move forward from those challenges. Now, I'm not even going to begin to pretend like I know what you're going through currently. I'm not going to pretend like I know what you've been through in the past. I don't know your specific story. I don't know what your day-to-day challenges are. I don't know what you are waking up to every day and going to bed to at the end of that day. But what I do know is our life is truly going to follow where our mind goes. And you'll hear Michelle and I talk about this in our episode today, in our interview. And I'm not going to lie. I have struggled myself with fighting that negativity, that dark place that my mind goes whenever things don't go the way that I had planned or hoped, no matter how hard I worked, um, that things just didn't end up how I envisioned them to be. I mean, raise your hand right now if you can relate. Life is hard. Things happen that we don't want to happen. You know, people respond in ways that we don't expect. Um, Students respond in ways that we don't expect or we don't know how to react to. And so it's really important for us and it's really important for me and As I was even going through this episode and doing the edits, it was really good for me to hear Michelle's steps. Now, you know that Burned In Teacher has steps itself and that it's an eight-step process. And if you don't, go to burnedinteacher.com. You can learn more about them. And of course, that's what this season of Burned In Teacher is all about is unpacking those. But to get other people's perspectives and to hear other people's stories and how they process 
the challenges and the negativity that comes their way because it will come your way. And how you move forward is what is the most important. And that's what Michelle is going to do for us today. She's going to help us to move forward away from those challenges and help you to grow from them. So Michelle Gano is a teacher currently in the classroom and is also the author of the inspirational book for teachers, Look Beyond the Clouds. She's on a mission to bring positive change to schools everywhere by helping teachers transform their daily habits to overcome burnout and find joy in teaching again. You see, early in her teaching career, she felt burnout in her first year. You'll hear her talking about this. She was exhausted not knowing how she would continue any longer, which was so frustrating because she dreamt of being a teacher ever since she was five years old. And I do believe her mom was a teacher, if I'm thinking correctly um, at images that I've seen of her on Instagram. She knew other teachers felt that way too. And she realized that if she changed her mindset and she could help others to change their mindset, that you can truly change your life. And I love this quote that she brings up. Positive thinking leads to positive action, which leads to a positive life. And she started brainstorming ways to transform her own daily habits to be able to focus on the good in each day. And that's what eventually led her to writing her book, Look Beyond the Clouds. So I can't wait to share this interview with you. So let's jump into it. Burned In Teachers, I'm so excited to welcome our guest today. Her name is Michelle, and she is going to share some advice and tips for you out of her book, Look Beyond the Clouds. So Michelle, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Thank you so much for having me today, Amber. Um, so a little bit about me. I am the author of Look Beyond the Clouds, and um, I started out, I still am a teacher, so I currently teach third grade in an ESL classroom um, in a inner city type school, so low-income families, um, and that brings a lot of challenges, as some of you listeners might know. Um, the home lives of these kids are very difficult, and so I do my best to give them my all. So I feel like almost their mother and their teacher all at the same time. So that, as you can guess, definitely leaves you worn out and um, burns you out a little quicker than usual. But um, so that experience kind of led me to where I am today and how I started writing this book um, more as a healing journey for myself. Um, and I realized the power that these little habits that I started doing every day could change other teachers' lives. And so that's kind of my mission now to help teachers realize that if they transform their daily habits, they can find that joy in teaching again and stay positive and things like that. So that's kind of how I got to where I am. I'm so excited to talk about the book and the main points and topics that you want to share with the listeners today. But I even want to back up further. So tell us, you currently teach third grade. How long have you been teaching and have you always taught in the same school, same grade level? Can you give us a little bit of background on that? Sure. So a little bit of background for that. Um, I actually started out as a kindergarten teacher and um, that was at a Catholic school and I lived in New York at the time. So I did, I taught there for two years and then I, um, I'm in, I think my sixth year of teaching now. Mm -hmm. And I've been in third grade for um, the past three years. So my first year out was kind of like a math inner um, AIS kind of situation, which was great experience too. 
I taught third grade for three years and it was my favorite grade that I ever taught. So you and I have that in common. But something else that we have in common is that we have struggled with burnout in our teaching careers. So can you share with us one of the seasons of burnout, or maybe you've only experienced it once, but can you kind of walk us through sort of, you know, what happened to make you experience that burnout? Was it one event? Was it the kind of the slow burn that I've talked about? Um, can, you, can you kind of walk us through those feelings that you had that led you to writing this book? Yeah, absolutely. So in my first teaching experience, my first full year of teaching, um, I experienced burnout, which sounds crazy that it's the first year, but it really was. Um, and I'm sure people can relate to that. So I, it's actually a similar story to yours, um, your burnout story, because I was so excited to implement all these new ideas and everything I was learning and all of that. And, um, but where I was, they kind of did the same thing over and over, over the years. And it was kind of like, well, what one teacher does, we all do. And I was like, oh, not great. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I respect tradition. I love doing that. And I understand where it comes from. But at the same time, we need to grow with the time and with the students and um, kind of give them what they need now and um and adapt over the years so that was kind of my first burnout and i also had a mentor issue um where the other kindergarten teacher was just unsupportive and just a negative influence and i know that's very similar to your story as say, well you have done your homework <laughs> and it is so similar to my story yes. as a first year teacher absolutely yeah. that is so and difficult and I sometimes wonder like how many first year teachers feel that way. And so that's why I personally like to reach out to those first year teachers so that if they're having those experiences that they just feel like they're not alone because mm -hmm. so many times we feel like we need to figure it out all by ourselves, but we don't need to, and we can help each other. And that's like the powerful thing about our career. We are people who like to help others. So that's kind of important. Um, so that was kind of my first um, situation of burnout. And then it kind of restarted when now I live in New Jersey and I'm in third grade now. And, um, and I absolutely would love where I am because these kids truly need me beyond the classroom. And I take that so seriously um, in my everyday life. And um, I, I'm feeling burnout because kind of what I mentioned earlier with their home lives are so difficult and they bring that into the classroom with them. And so they're not just needing me academically, they're needing me emotionally and physically and every capacity that they will need me. And so I overextend myself a lot just to try to meet all of those needs. And I, I realized that, wow, this is a lot to take on. and um, and it's hard to stop, you know, because you want to give them everything. But yeah, so those are kind of like the two different situations of burnout that I've felt. And that kind of all led me to where I am with writing this book. Yeah. So I think that's the perfect lead in because I think many of the listeners, if not all, can relate to at least the situation of how taxing it can mm -hmm. be, try to be all the things to all the students in all of their different areas of need. Um, so. Tell us about, you know, where did you get the idea for Look Beyond the Clouds? Um, when did that come to mind? And what were your steps in deciding that you were actually going to put these ideas and these practices into a book? 
Sure. So um, I realized that a quote that I love to remember is that positive thinking leads to positive action, which leads to a positive life. And so that's kind of what has led me um, on this whole journey. And so I like to write and I am someone who likes to reflect on experiences I've had and be grateful for the difficult ones because then I've learned what, um, like I've grown from all of them. And so all of those experiences and kind of healing through writing, I realized like, okay, all of these simple things, all these simple habits that I do every day truly have the power to affect other people and help other people. So as I kind of started compiling stories and from all different parts of my life, not just teaching, and that's the cool thing about this book, like a lot of people who have read it have said, okay, this is great for teachers, but this could be for anyone with job burnout or just life oh, yeah. burnout. So, um, so writing those down kind of helped me. And then I actually um, heard about a program to self-publish a book and it's called self-publishing school. I don't know if you've heard of it with Chandler Bolt and um, they actually walked me through all the steps of how to actually publish a book. And I was actually pregnant with my first child mm -hmm. and while I was writing. And so I was busy, busy in the mornings before teaching, writing away. And Which is I a whole of... other animal when you're, <laughs> when you are your yeah. own mother. Yes. Uh, or, and that was another thing. My first year teaching, I was pregnant with our second daughter. Oh, wow. Just compounded the emotions, which oh, I can imagine was also taxing on you as well. Yeah. There was a lot going on, but it, I knew it was all good things in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of, I'm someone who really appreciates like every little thing. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but no, um, I really try to um, just be grateful and like take breaks and realize what is around me mm -hmm. and how great life can be. Yeah. You really, I love that quote too. Positive thinking leads to positive action, which leads to a positive life. You know, it does sound like you said, kind of cheesy and woo woo, especially if you're struggling with burnout, you don't yeah. really want to take the time to be grateful or to even think about anything positive. And I mm -hmm. think that's why those negative memes and the negative um, accounts on Instagram and Facebook are so popular because mm -hmm. misery loves company. Oh, and yeah. I think you and I both share the philosophy that we have to change our mindset. We have to change our thinking if we're going to change our situation. If after today's episode, you're wanting even more, check out this month's Burned In Teacher podcast freebie at burnedinteacher.com slash reflect. In it, I break down what it means to reflect on your challenges because burned in is an eight-step acronym. B stands for begin where you are. U stands for understand your teacher brand. R is reflect on your challenges. N is nurture your strengths. E is extend your reach and possibilities. D is determine your long-term goals. I is initiate lasting change. N is never settle. So go to burnedinteacher.com slash reflect and get this month's Burned In Teacher podcast freebie. Chapter three of my ebook, Burned In Teacher Training. Eight steps to go from surviving to thriving in education. Enjoy the chapter, take action, and burn on. Go ahead, Michelle. Take us into this book. Let us inside and tell us some of the main takeaways that you want teachers to take from this. Um, and then you can give us information on how to find that book at sure. the end. Absolutely. So there's a few different concepts that I want to go over. But before I do, just a simple daily habit that I would encourage you all to do is um, 
at the end of the day, think about your top three things that you, good things from your day. So it kind of forces you to focus on like the positives <laughs> and it's kind of hard to do that in a crazy chaotic classroom. But what I do is I have a post-it on my desk at all times. And anytime something like makes me smile, makes me laugh, I write it down, just a quick note. And so the end of the day, my husband and I come together at dinner and that's our conversation every night at dinner. We talk about both of our three things from the day. And um, it really just kind of like helps our dinner conversation and focus of the day be a positive one, which is hard. And sometimes there are challenges and a lot of times there are. And so we kind of start with the challenge and then we'll say, okay, so now now that we've kind of gone over that, let's go over our three things. So we end with the positive. So that's like a daily habit that I would encourage you and your listeners to really try because it really does help a lot. I, I totally agree. And I do do something similar. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, but it's so easy to focus on the negative. It's so mm-hmm. much easier to, to let those things that happen. And there are so many things throughout the day with not only your students, but your colleagues and a bureaucracy of education and, mm-hmm. you know, your administrator and new initiatives and things like that. There are always things flying around, but I agree with you taking time to kind of wade through that and Mm -hmm. focus on the positive things because there are also so many sneaky little positive things that happen throughout the day that we totally overlook because Mm of our sort of, we're in survival mode. Absolutely. And and of course in a survival mode, it's fight or flight and it Mm -hmm. is you are focusing on surviving and saving calories and (laughs) trying to make it through the day. And I know that might sound really fatalist or negative, but it's true. So we have to do the things that we can truly do to focus on the positive things to be able to move forward and continue to do this really important work if that is, in fact, what we want to do. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about what we can do in addition to being grateful, showing gratitude, Mm -hmm. What is it that we can do in our day-to-day teaching lives? Sure. So I would love to just explain to you where I came up with Look Beyond the Clouds, just yes, the title please. itself, because it's um, it's something that I have loved. The cover of my book is actually a picture I took from an airplane. And um, I just, I've always been fascinated with the sky and sunsets and everything like that. But one day I was um, flying out to Nicaragua for a service trip and, um, it was really cloudy in Florida and it was just like a really crummy day. And it's something I took note of. And then all of a sudden, as we were in the airplane, we like pierced through the clouds and all of a sudden it was like the brightest, most beautiful sunshine. And I remember like taking a moment where it like actually left me in awe that, oh my gosh, like, there are going to be struggles. There are going to be clouds in our day, in our life, no matter how long they last, whether it lasts a day or a month or a year. But that sunshine is still waiting beyond those clouds. And it's something that you can reach for if you try. And again, it starts with those positive thoughts and habits. But um, just kind of knowing that those clouds can clear. And that's where I got that concept um, from. And I've just lived by it ever since I came up with it that day. I love it so much. It makes so much sense. And if you've ever flown on a plane, it is so true. It can be, mm-hmm. you know, any season. And if, it, if it's a cloudy day, you can get above those clouds. And it's, it's funny how the sky is blue above yeah, them. Absolutely. So that's, that's a wonderful analogy. Yeah. So, um, So if you want me to just share the other ones too that I have, I have two others that I would love to share with you um, as like big takeaways from the book. 
Um, so another one was when I was in that trip to um, Nicaragua, we went volcano boarding and picture this. It's kind of like sleigh riding down a volcano. Okay. So <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> and so this lady was like, okay, we're going to hike up this volcano and then we're going to go pretty much sleigh riding down it. And I was like, okay, she's nuts. And I'm about to do this. And in life, sometimes it's easy to look at this whole mountain or look at this whole problem, whether it's report cards or something like that, um, or even just parent-teacher conferences, it's easy to get overwhelmed and look at the big picture where it's important to kind of like take a step back. Don't look up at the top. Look at the first step you need to take and kind of break it down into baby steps and kind of um, take action in that way. So that's kind of what I learned from that experience because it was a huge volcano to climb and it was tiring and exhausting, but I kind of kept looking right down at my feet and saying, okay, one step at a time. Mm -hmm. And this is how I'm going to get to the top. And then that view, I call it my breathtaking view. It was absolutely something I will never forget. And so again, if you do the work at a manageable pace, then you'll get to that top. You'll get to that breathtaking view, no matter what that is, not always a volcano. It could simply just be something in your classroom, like that aha moment for a student um, or things like that. Yeah. I, I love that analogy as well. You're really good at analogies, which, which Thank makes you. you, I'm sure, a really- <laughs> I'm a visual learner. <laughs> <laughs> of course, if right? Anytime, <laughs> anytime we can make things visual or share a yeah. story to explain the situation, it's so much better. And I should say, listen, I, she sent the book to me and I cannot wait to read it, Michelle. So, so we have two things. Number one, we have the reason that you named the book, which is Look Beyond the Clouds because mm-hmm. of your- uh, experience with being on a plane on a cloudy day, rising above those clouds and realizing, having the realization that even though those clouds are visible, I know that the sun is still shining somewhere. I have to find it. The second thing is um, with the volcano boarding, with climbing the mountain. It reminds me, that analogy reminds me of that song by Miley Cyrus, The Climb. Me too. Oh, that's in my book. I'm like, got to refer to Miley here. That's perfect. That's perfect. But but it's so true. And you know, I, I talk about this, especially when teachers, because a lot of the teachers that I work with, they're burned and unbalanced and are really struggling with their, uh, their workload and their lack of time to do all the things. And we, and we really do dig deep into, okay, what are you doing? What are you spending your time on? You know, and that can be a huge climb, but if we really pay attention to the steps we're taking and we can maybe take easier steps Mm -hmm. or, um, maybe now we can't do this with a real life volcano, but if we make the volcano a little bit shorter, yeah. not as high, then we can, it, those steps are more manageable. So I love that mm-hmm. as well. So what else do you have for us? Yeah. Something that you just said um, reminded me of something else that um, I think about and wrote about um, time management, even just finding time. All of us are saying like, oh, we don't have time. We don't have time. You have to make the time for yeah. what's important to you. And so you can find time in your day, especially with like all the social media and how much time you're on your phone and things like that. You can easily cut out a half hour to do something either for yourself or um, taking steps towards um, those goals that you have for teaching. Absolutely. But, um, that reminds me of something that Nate Lau said on, um, I believe it was episode 36, don't quote me, but it was part of the summer self-care series where he talks about, you know, scrolling through your phone, watching TV, mindless mm-hmm. TV, that is not rest. That is a distraction yeah. from mm-hmm. you getting quiet, 
taking that time to go for a quiet walk or sit in silence or really do yeah. some, some reflecting that gratitude that you, that you mm-hmm. talked about earlier, you know, time is, time is relative and what you, what you spend your time on, you're taking time away from other things. So mm-hmm. I think that's really important that you brought that up. Yeah. And something else that um, my family just started doing, um, was my husband and I both work really hard and we know that. And so we were like, okay, we need to make sure that our family is also coming first in this. And so every weekend, um, Sunday, Saturday into Sunday, we turn off all of our technology and it's something that we just started recently and it is the best gift you could ever give yourself. Like I, you feel so free and I know that sounds so funny, but you truly feel so free and just being like, okay, what do you want to do today? Let's go play with the baby. Let's go bring the puppy outside. And it's just like, you start to appreciate those little moments instead of like playing that comparison game, like looking at what other people are doing and things like that. So that's just something that could also help your listeners, um, just to try it even once and just see how it makes you feel differently. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's, it's considered a digital detox, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you take it two days, Saturday into Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, your digital detox. A lot of people do it on Sundays. They, mm-hmm. they're starting to leave their phones in their bedrooms, shut them yeah. off, power them off, put them in their drawers. Definitely something that my husband and I have considered. We have two older children. We have an 11 year old mm-hmm. and an 18 year old. She just turned okay. last week and it's a struggle. It is mm-hmm. definitely a struggle to get their attention, to get them to focus, Absolutely. get them to just be active um, with us, just to mm-hmm. focus on a conversation. We certainly do not let them do whatever they want on their phones all day, but it, it is an addiction. And having that mm-hmm. digital detox time to really focus on what matters and focus on what's right in front of you is so important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So one other point that I would really love to bring up too is my red balloon versus blue balloon um, analogy. I saw this and I'm really <laughs> excited to hear about it. Yes. So, um, so it is, like you said earlier, it's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to focus on those negative things. So what I want your listeners to um, visualize is a big garbage bag with all different blue balloons in it. And they're all going in one direction, going upward. And that's what happens when you have positive teachers working together, supporting each other, um, and just helping each other in their daily lives and things like that. Um, But then picture a red balloon filled with water and you put that balloon in the big bag it's going to immediately impact all the others and bring it down. And that balloon represents negativity and a negative person who wants to just harp on the negative things. And so that is something that I want you to consider what balloon are you? Are you the blue balloon? Are you the red one? Are you bringing negativity or positivity to conversations at home, at school? And, um, and just consider like the best thing you could do for yourself is figure out who are the balloon, the blue balloon teachers in your school and spend more time with them. Because I have myself even found some teachers in my own school that they are my go-to people. And I know I can talk things out, talk out struggles, but then I also know that we're going to end in laughing. We're going to end in helping each other, thinking of solutions instead of harping on the bad, the bad things. So I would encourage you to try that too in your own schools. 
another fantastic analogy. And listeners, I know you're thinking of that person right now. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> if you're thinking about your teacher brand. This can be a really hard realization that if you're really comparing yourself to, am I the red balloon or am I the blue balloon? You know, you can really tell what your brand is and whether or not you are that negative you are that source of negativity or that source of positivity by the way people behave around you and their body language. And again, this can be kind of a hard realization, but you can change it. You can change mm -hmm. from a red balloon to a blue balloon, but it takes yeah. a lot of work and a lot of focus and um, even some mentorship, you know, talking mm -hmm. to people about how it is that you can become a more positive person and where it is that you can focus on some improvements in the way that you talk and the way that you behave and the way you take care of yourself in your classroom too. So I, I love that you brought that up because again, that is a choice. Mm -hmm. That is a choice. Yeah, so, absolutely. Michelle, tell um, our listeners where they can learn more about you and your book, Look Beyond the Clouds. Sure. So my book is on Amazon and um, that's where it's sold. And my website is www.lookbeyondtheclouds.com. And my email is michelle at lookbeyondtheclouds.com. Everything's nice and easy for you. Um, on Instagram, it's um, lookbeyondtheclouds.community. And um, on Facebook, I have a private group that I just started up recently. So um, it's also called Look Beyond the Clouds Community. And that's kind of like a, I want that to become a, um, just kind of like a support group, similar to what you have, which I want to join yours too, by the way. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> I really want to. I know. I was like, oh, that's definite after <laughs> this. Um, but I would love to just kind of have a place where teachers can come for positivity. And, and again, also you're allowed to share the struggles because there are plenty and it's not all about like, oh, don't talk about it. it it's okay to talk about the struggles, but then it's also important to refocus yourself and just say, okay, yes, this is difficult, but we need to move forward and in a positive way. Absolutely. So kind of bringing everyone together like that. Yes. Good. And that's mm -hmm. so in line to what we talk about in the burn and teacher Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a difference between venting and seeking support. If you start mm -hmm. with a problem, that's fine, but we mm -hmm. have to, you have to leave with some solutions in mind. That's the big difference between venting is if you are entering a conversation with high blood pressure and you leave that conversation with even higher blood pressure, yeah. that was not a productive that's conversation. A <laughs> and those are the conversations that typically happen when people are frustrated. They seek more fuel to that fire so that they feel affirmation in their mm -hmm. feelings. But we also need to get clarification on how we can solve those issues and, and move forward, move up that volcano, as you said. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Michelle, thank you so much uh, for all of that incredible advice. There is one more part to this interview. Our conversations get so serious that I like to have a little bit of fun with the Burned In Teacher Lightning Round. Just a couple of this or that questions where we can just get to know you a little bit better and have a little bit of fun. All right. Are you ready, Michelle? Yes, I am. Okay. Book or ebook? Book, definitely. <laughs> I asked that one on purpose. <laughs> I don't like Kindles yet. I'm not there yet. No, my daughter <laughs> but it does come in a Kindle. <laughs> my, uh, oh, good. My daughter yeah. had a Kindle that she, we bought her. She's a huge reader, our 18-year-old, and we bought her a Kindle one year, and she used it for a good year, but she loves to have her hands on a good yeah. book. She loves to Me leap too. through the pages. So Me she, too, and I always like writing it and stuff, so <laughs> I like a book. <laughs> yeah. Ninjas or pirates? Ninjas sound cool. Yeah. Ooh, may I ask why? 
I don't know. It just sounded awesome. <laughs> it brings me back to the kindergarten days, right? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Little kids and wanting to be ninjas. <laughs> uh, TV shows or movies? Movies. Awesome. I have to agree. Um, my husband is currently into a very popular series and it drives me crazy that it's not ending. Yeah. I just want it to end. You just want to know what happens, right? Yes. I used to love to do, you know, Netflix binge, some really popular shows that I really enjoyed, but oh, I just, you, you got to end it, people. It's got to end sometime. I'm right there with you. Well, Michelle, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate your advice to teachers. It's going to help a lot of people. Thank you so much, Amber. I really appreciate you having me. Isn't it great and refreshing to know that there are people willing to do the work <laughs> to help create strategies to help people who are struggling? I mean, what would we do without people like Michelle who took her own experiences and turned them into an opportunity to support others? So here are your top three takeaways from what Michelle shared in this interview. Number one, look beyond the clouds. She came up with that concept when she was on a plane on a cloudy day, and when she rose above the clouds, she was greeted with the brightest sunshine. Even when some days are cloudy or difficult, the sun is still shining beyond those clouds. So even if you don't see it now, it's still there. You simply need to believe that it will come again and choose to look beyond those clouds. Hope remains. And I have to also add that if you don't wait for the sunshine to start taking action against the things that are truly challenging you. You know that I am a huge advocate for not sitting around and waiting for things to change, to actually do the hard work, do the hard things, ask the hard questions in order to make that sun come out a little sooner than it may on its own. <laughs> and that sort of leads us into the second point that Michelle wanted to make. She talked about her experience with volcano boarding. So imagine standing at the base of a volcano being told you were about to begin a journey to the peak, then slide your way back down on a thin wooden board. That experience helped her to realize that we are always going to be faced with mountains in our life, or in this case, a volcano <laughs> for her. But if we choose not to look at the entire mountain, but focus on one step at a time, it will help us to reach that breathtaking view at the top. And that's the hard work, my friends. Those are those difficult baby steps, that determination and that positive mindset, the hard stuff that will get us to the top of that mountain and closer to the sunshine. Third, Think of the red balloon versus the blue balloon. I love this analogy. And this can also be sort of a gut check moment for you. Picture a large garbage bag of 20 blue balloons. Because they are weightless, all of the balloons are moving in the same direction, upward. This is what happens when people are positive and work together toward a common goal. Now imagine a red balloon filled with water. If that red balloon is placed in the same bag, the weight of that single red balloon will impact all of the other balloons and bring them down. You can apply this concept to the people you work with or even yourself and make the conscious choice of which balloon you will be. And like I said in the interview, if you in fact realize that you have been the red balloon, good news, my friend, you can change. 
and you can change by changing your teacher brand. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go to episode 45. It's all about you in Burned In, which is understand your teacher brand. So we talk about what it is that you say, how you behave, what you do, what you believe, and how it is that you're projecting those beliefs on others. And I'll leave you with this. Beliefs are choices. Choices can be changed. You can change your teacher brand. You can change your reality. And sometimes it's as simple as changing the way that you choose to think, talk, and believe about your career. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's doing some really hard stuff, making some really tough choices, getting really uncomfortable. And that's okay too. So I want to make sure that you understand that this is the last episode in part one of season three of the Burned In Teacher podcast. I am going to take some time to get content prepared and ready for you starting in January. So I want to wish you a happy holidays no matter where you are in the world. And I really do believe that you and I are meant to continue working together. So tune in in January when I come back and we talk all about nurturing your strengths. We're going to move on from all of this reflecting on our challenges and our brand and beginning where we are. And we're going to move forward, my friend. So get ready. I will, of course, be continuing the conversation in the Burned In Teacher Facebook community. So go to facebook.com slash groups slash Burned In Teacher if you haven't already joined or if you have joined but you haven't really been seeing the notifications, get in there. I'm going to be going live a lot more often than I used to. That's one reason that I want to take a break from the podcast so I can really focus on supporting questions and concerns and reasons that people have chosen to join the community. So if you've not been in there, you've not been active, or you've never been part of the community, get in there. Join now. This this is where the, the conversation is really going to continue and the support is going to continue to get poured on. So get in there, get active, take control. I know you can do this. And until January, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head over to burnedinteacher.com where you can access the entire vault of burned in teacher podcast episodes and more information about ways I want to help you go from burned out teacher to burned in human. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you would head over to iTunes and leave a review and a rating about the Burned In Teacher podcast. Until next time, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on.